0: Welcome to Mystic Musings with Toby Hewitt. I'm Toby Hewitt, and I'm your guide through time and space and all points in between. Mystic Musings will give you insight into who you are, why you are here, how to live an authentic life, and where you fit into the universe around you. Join me on this path of mystical exploration. Welcome to episode 15 of Mystic Musings with Toby Hewitt. This week, we will discuss psychometry as we continue our mystic journey. Now, you've been following along these episodes. Um, You'll remember that the first readings that I received or gave had a uh, measure of psychometry associated with them. The first was when um, Mrs. Deschard in Dale asked to hold my ring during uh, my first ever reading, and she was able to pick up uh, a lot of information and she was able to make that connection with me that led her to my, my own memories and, and the things that were about to happen. It's, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing to have somebody else's ring in your hand or a piece of jewelry or whatever. And then the first readings I ever gave, um, as you'll recall, had to do with a ring that a fellow uh, worker uh, gave me. And I, I was able to read, um, give him a reading based on the vibrations uh, and information that the ring was giving me. So what is psychometry? Well, it's, it's basically a, a psychic get, gateway. Um, it's probably one of the easiest uh, ways of divination, um, of being able to perceive vibrations um, and information uh, carried by those vibrations. Um, it is an easier way of psychic discernment than any other, and you don't need to study, for example, people who do tarot cards or oracle cards or any number of other divination methods. There's There's a lot of study that's involved in it, but with psychometry... Um, it really just takes a little bit of practice to recognize what's going on when you're holding someone else's, um, for example, piece of jewelry or something that they have in their possession uh, um, a lot of the time. People also bring, um, a side note, can bring things from other relatives. Sometimes when they're trying to... um, uh, contact someone on the other side. Uh, they'll bring me an item that that person had worn or had owned in the this most recent lifetime, and it makes uh, it makes it interesting because the vibration I'm getting from the person that's across from me, the sitter, is also attached because that person brought it. They, they've had some contact with it, but it also draw, uh, draws in. Uh, the spirit who they would like to, to, uh, to contact and, and have a, um, a discussion with. So, um, psychometry is just an easy uh, way of um, connecting with another spirit, whether that spirit is in the body or the spirit is on the other side of the veil. What does psychometry mean? Um, it can be translated as soul measure. So you're basically gaining a measure of what is attached to the soul of the person who owns or owned the item. And it is, it's an energy, energy can either be created or destroyed and items, physical objects retain uh, energy now, it occurs to me as i 'm sitting here listening to people on the other side chatting about this is that uh, crystals also do this, but they have a larger sometimes larger memory, and uh, we 'll get into how uh, crystals can teach us an awful lot about ourselves and each other and, and the world uh, by meditating with them and holding them. Um, but when we're holding an object, I personally prefer to hold, um, like a ring or something that's metal. I don't, I I think that they retain, um, that material maintains vibrations better than anything else. Uh, people have tried to get me to hold, um, Um, pieces of clothing or or whatever. Although now that I'm talking about that, I did recently give a reading where um, the the fellow had brought me a uh, a pillow uh, fashioned out of um, his loved one's shirt. And the minute I touched the pillow, I was able to give uh, him a very detailed reading uh, about the gentleman he was trying to uh, to contact. So I guess I'm going to I, I guess I'm going to sort of retract that a little bit. I, I guess I can read material uh, like material clothing or whatever, and so um, you have to experiment to see what is easiest for you uh, to to work with. Um, Vibrations, objects contain vibrations, and vibrations retain a record of the object's history and who held it and what happened in its presence. Uh, the object, in other words, uh, retains a memory of where it has been and the o- other vibrations that uh, that uh, were present around it. Um, and so it carries a memory. Um, I can't say that the jewelry, let's say somebody gives me their ring, I can't say that the ring itself holds the memories, but they hold the vibration that leads me to that memory, that leads me to that information. Um, and what can be used uh, to gain impressions? I just, as I said, you can use a ring, you can use a piece of clothing. Um, people have brought me, um, <clears throat> unfortunately, <coughs> excuse me, brought me. Um, um, for example, uh, silverware, um, uh, one person brought a knife one time, that one I wasn't really thrilled with. Um, and it obviously did have some really negative vibrations attached to it. And, um, and I told her how to <clears throat> get rid of the knife and, uh, and, 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 and then be able to be healed from the vibrations that it was feeding her. So what does it feel like? Um, It really doesn't feel like much of anything different than that slight alteration in perception. Once I pick up a ring, or let's keep with the ring idea, because most people just whip a ring off their finger and hand it to me. Um, When I'm holding the ring, uh, there is a slight vibration. um, It's not making my hand shake or anything, but it's just this pleasant, normally, uh, vibration. And I start to get, uh, I start to receive impressions um, that I know are attached to this item. So, uh, it doesn't really feel like very much of anything. It's just that slight that we've talked about before, that slight change in perception. It's, it's just a moving slightly into a more open, um, understanding and, and, and awareness. Sometimes, uh, people use, uh, police, cases, uh, poli- there's an open police case, and the, the police will, having exhausted every other possible avenue. Uh, they will um, ask a psychic to to try psychometry on maybe an item that they have. It's it's been used very successfully on missing people, and um, there are cases out there. I didn't do research, so I can't really name any of them offhand. But there are cases where, where people were found because the it's almost like having a a, a bloodhound or a dog who's able to sniff the, the, the uh, material, and then they find the person, and um, and and hopefully. In a good physical state, because uh, it worked both ways, but, they, but you, you just become a bloodhound basically, and you realize that, this, that you can lead the police sometimes um, to the um, uh, whatever they 're looking for. Uh, the, the thing to remember though is, is there 's a cautionary note here that you know, once you get involved with police work, um, you have to sort of build a reputation with them or they could question how you could possibly know this information. Um, you don't want to get into that situation. So, psychometry gives the reader an immediate energy connection to the sitter. So, I don't have to sit there and try to build a connection, although I, normally it's just there anyway, but it, it firms it up. It's like holding, sometimes I take somebody's hand, and that gives me a very clear impression of the person. Um, it also keeps me focused on the sitter while other spirits are walking around in the room waiting for their turn. Um, I'm still able to take messages from spirit, but always with the focus on the sitter. I don't suddenly get lost. Okay, I do sometimes have conversations, and I forget to talk. I, I'm having conversations with the person's guide or their loved one, and then I realize I haven't said anything in a, in a minute or so, and, and, I, and I, re, I retrace that, and I go back, and I tell them what, I, what we were discussing. Um, Now, here is an exercise you are definitely going to enjoy. Get together with someone you know. It always helps not to have a stranger the first time you do this. Get together with somebody you know and have both of you bring objects or the jewelry that you're wearing or whatever and take turns holding the items that the other person has brought. So for example, if you have your friend there and she's brought a ring with her, you can sit quietly and, um, and of course, you're doing everything, you're receiving messages in and of the white light. Anytime you do any divination or any spirit work, you always, always, always say that you are doing it in and of the white light. So you're not taking messages from any other source. Um, still your mind take a few deep breaths and then just focus on what the what the object is is feeling like what are the feel, feelings that it's giving you what are you thinking about when it when you're holding it and then start sharing the impressions that you're receiving um, you may want to write down, uh, the person who's who's um, receiving the, uh, getting the reading, uh, may want to start taking notes so that they don't forget anything. Because sometimes these are very specific messages, very specific memories. Um, you know, you could be looking at a person who is now on a swing in a backyard and, you know, where they are and what it, what it feels like and, and what the person looks like. And that kind of detailed information um, is, is, is proving that, that, that this, this methodology is working. And then you want to take, after you've done that, you, you can switch over and the other person can give the, their impressions. And um, like most activities in life, it, psychometry takes um, practice, not a lot of practice, but you need to practice so you recognize the informative vibrations that you are receiving. So um, again, after you do the readings, share with each other what you have learned, and you'll be surprised how accurate your reading has been. Now, next week, we are going to discuss in episode 16, seances, as we continue our mystic journey. We are doing this because, yay, Halloween is coming. And on uh, that night, um, they say that the veil between our plane and the spirit plane Thins and it is easier to get impressions from the other side. Now, I have to be totally honest, I have not ever noticed a difference between a Halloween um, seance and a seance any other time of the year. However, I think that the people who come have a higher expectation, which means the spirits on the other side have a higher expectation. And so we're all able to get more information from each other than is normally possible. So if you have the ability to get to a seance on Halloween, um it may have m- more uh, meaning for you than any other time of the year. I am holding a séance at um Mythic Treasures in Village Gate in Rochester, New York at 6:30 uh on Halloween on the 31st and um I hope that that people will will give me a call. Uh get my contact information off of tobyhewitt.com and give me a call and we'll get you set up to uh, to come to the séance. So anyway, next week Join me for episode 16 as we look at seances as we continue our mystic journey. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystic Musings. Please join me every week to continue our exploration of all things mystical that can help you have a more practical and magical life. Please visit my website, tobyhewitt.com, for more information and to read my blog postings. And join me also at PathwaysToMindfulness.org to to learn how you can schedule a presentation. I am available for mindfulness training, demonstrations of psychic abilities, and individual readings. I also have a number of books on mystical topics on Amazon.com. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions. Please contact me through TobyHewitt.com.